0: This is four brothers with different perspectives. We talk in real life, nothing here is off the record. We speak our minds, opinions are never sugarcoated. So if we said it, you better believe we stand on it. Uh, outspoken, insightful, and thought provoking. We don't dance around topics, we just go all in. Big Smash, Mario J, J Christian R. Say, Measure of Men, we not your average podcast, man. Uh, we not your average podcast, man. Measure of Men, we not your average podcast, man. Uh, Hey, listen, 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 listen. Tonight is very special. It's very different. Something in the L. That must mean it's measurement time. All right, so listen. I know we've been gone. We come back. We leave. We gone. We come back. But hey, the anticipation is there. As long as we keep coming back, you know, y'all will have something to miss. Tonight is the night, man. We back at it. Another recorded episode, man. Tonight, uh, hopefully Jay is gonna pop in. Uh, RC is out doing the grind, the nine to five grind. But you got Mister LL Cool Morio in the building, you know. LL Cool Morio, you know. So. I'm gonna let my good brother introduce himself, even though you know, once he starts talking all sexy flexing and shit, y'all, y'all know what the fuck he do on the on these poetry poetry recitals, man. Morio, talk to him, my good guy.
1: This is Morio J. at the Sound of My Voice Podcast, the Channel 82 Network. And this is Measure of Man. I mean, it's all the same. We're gonna always represent five brothers in their absence and we're gonna keep it as real as it gets. So Shout out to everybody that's going to tune
0: in. It's always been there to support us. Tonight is dope. Felt like I was going through these topics, man. And it was like, yeah, what the hell we going to talk about? But then, you know, I was watching a live earlier. Uh And it kind of, it kind of dawned on me like, yeah, yeah, this, this is where we can talk because the woman asked, why do men don't like masculine women? why do we prefer the girly girls over the masculine women? I couldn't for the love of goodness, understand it. Like, how do you not know the answer to this? You know what I'm saying? But then the guy on there, he had a different opinion. You know, he was saying, Hey, I like the masculine women. I'm like, no, it's okay to be strong. I don't mind a strong woman. I don't, you just can't be more manlier than me. You know what I'm saying? It's like you pick me up and you, you pick me up and you sit me on the countertop type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. You gotta, you gotta tone that down a little bit. Like, I don't mind, don't get me wrong. I don't mind a strong woman. I don't. But you're not gonna, um, metaphorically speaking, wear the pants in any situation with me. Because I don't, my legs ain't that pretty to be trying to be out here Tyler perry it. So, nah, that ain't going to work.
1: (laughs) Well, man, look, I didn't watch the live, so I don't know what context they were speaking in. So I'm going to speak on what I think they might have been referring to. I mean, I think, in my opinion, um, women aren't necessarily – being masculine, so to speak. I think they take over a lot of the things that men would normally do or be in a relationship. So I think they just kind of, they stopped expecting men to be what they've always been taught that men should be and so on and so forth. And, that's, and it's it's a upside and a downside to it because it's like they step into those shoes and it's kind of difficult to step out of a role once you played it for so long. It's kind of like a person who lies all the time. It's kind of hard for them to tell the truth if they're so used to doing what would get them past all the red tape. So you take a woman that's become acclimated to surviving on her own, to having to do what she had to do and a man step in. And, you know, a lot of these guys, it's sad to say, they used to messing with these females that pretty much let them get away with a lot of dumb shit. So when they step to a woman that is super independent, she's strong, and she'll flat out tell you, I don't need you. Yeah. And that's a blow to any man's ego, especially a man yeah. that is trying to be the man, you know, in the situation without trying to control her, but at the same time it's like a, it has to be a mutual understanding of what boundaries to cross and the fact that it's going to take some time to get that woman to loosen up her grip on her life and allow you the space to grow with her and her let loose of some of the things she's used to always having control over because everybody knows that if you depend on you, you know where to look if the shit don't work out and you can live with you not coming through, but you can't live with dependent on somebody else that don't come through.
0: My thing is this, like, again, I don't mind you being strong. I don't mind you being independent. I don't mind you uh, having your head right and knowing what it takes, you know, what it feels like to be down and out and how you pick yourself up. I don't mind that. My thing is this though, in a, in a relationship with me, I can't speak for all men, but I feel like I have to be the man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't expecting you to be girly girl and, and, and no, like, I like a woman who, you know, plays video games, does, does, you know, does, does. But at the same time, you said something that kind of threw me. We have to allow these women to have a safe space in order to be women. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you, like you said, women are put in positions where they have to play that masculine role because of all the bullshit and goofy shit that they have to go through. So when you're dealing like I give, I give the missus a space to be a woman. I give her that space. I don't force that space on her. I give it to her and let her go with it as she wants. Because what I learned after being with her is that, Yes, she's independent. Yes, she's strong. Yes, she had to raise two twin boys on her own for the most part. Yes, she pays her own bills. Yes, she did all these things. She was doing all these things before she met me. So when I stepped in, I stepped in to a situation with a woman who was already on her shit. So it is hard once you've been played and fucked over so many times, it's hard for a lot of women who have their own shit to open up and let a man take care, provide and love on them. It's, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just speaking off my situation because that's the situation I walked into having a woman who wants me, but doesn't necessarily need me. So it was rough We were butting heads because as a man, you want to be the provider. You want to be the one to be counted on. You want to be the one that has all the answers, all the solutions, all of this. You want to be. I know I did. I don't know about you more, but I know I did. I know coming into this, it was like, yo, she used to doing this a certain way. I'm used to doing this a certain way. It was rough trying to bring it together. We we doing it, but that road wasn't easy. I just feel like you can't be more manly than me. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean,
1: and, I, mean I, I, I agree with you to a certain extent as far as that. I, I just don't think it's a, it's a question of being manly. I think that if we keep looking at it from that, that standpoint of a woman being manly, then I think it's gonna be it's gonna be out of context. I think the mm. real context is: Is she going to allow you as a man to lead? Is she going yeah. to allow you as a man to um, grow into the person that you that you set out to be? Because growing up, you know, not only were we, you know, instructed on how a man should be, how a man should act, so on and so forth women were also told sometimes by you know either father figures their fathers themselves or women on what to look for when it comes to a man and by the time they make it to you just like by the time you make it to them there's a whole lot of baggage that's there that we focus on more so than what we bring to the table to allow that space to actually form or materialize because us as men We go into a relationship, know what we bring, those of us who do. We know what Mm -hmm. we, we know that substance that we bring when we're sincere in what we're trying to do. So it's sometimes difficult to adjust to somebody who absolutely doesn't need what you bring, although in that particular situation, she's probably said all of what she wants, it's all of what you bring, but she has not prepared herself to receive that. So it's difficult for her to let go of what she's already been forced to had no other choice to deal with whether as a single just woman or a single parent whatever the case may be and honestly I like i told my wife i said look i'm not trying to get you to break your walls down i want you to be comfortable enough that when you make the decision they come down automatically because at the end of the day i need a strong woman that when something happens with me not only can she take it but she can come through with me and we can do this as a team or when i need her she can carry it but, but i'm always going to as a man step up and do the best i can to make sure if she has to carry it for any one period of time that she don't have to carry it for long but she also knows that she's not carrying it because she doesn't have any other choice she knows she's a part of this team and it it takes time for all of that and i think when we go into a situation, a relationship with people, men or women, we don't really think about the time it might take. We don't really look at, um, really analyze and assessing, you know, how much patience we're going to have to have, not only with them, but with ourselves. So we don't know if she's being masculine. We don't know if she's, just not ready. We don't know if she's filling us out the way we're filling them out. And a lot of times we go into relationships saying if I meet somebody and they do this or they act like that, I'm just not going to take it. But the thing about it is when it comes to women, in my opinion, as a man, a lot of your purpose in that relationship is to always provide security. And security is not just willing to whoop this next cat's ass because he's messing with your woman. It's not just solving problems. It's also understanding that there's, that there are times as to where you're going to have to elevate her to a place that she never thought that somebody else is willing to step, step aside and allow her to shine in a space where she's always had to take her shine or defend her shine or dust herself off and get back to that shine. So it's difficult for her to look at you any different, especially when we all get in relationships and see some of the same red flags we've already seen. And I told my wife this before, I said, look, I've dealt with this and this and this before. So I know that you don't feel the way they did, or you're not out to do what they did. So, but I'm telling you what you said or what you've done is reminiscent of something I've had to see or hear, or feel before. So now tell me why you do it so I can have a new perspective based on you and not just based on my experiences. And also have to open up that door and that space for them to do the same thing for us.
0: Yeah, my thing is, I definitely want you to come in and be comfortable. It's one of them things you can't force. You can't tell a woman when she got to be comfortable to let her guards down. It's something that has to naturally be done. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't pressure it you can't make it it has to be genuine it has to you have to be patient like my thing is women are naturally nurturers so you have to like i said earlier you have to allow them that space they have to make sure that they are in that space where they can be themselves they can be a woman You know what I'm saying? If you don't give them space and the opportunity and the comfort to know, hey, if I let my guard down, he going to treat me right. He going to protect it. He going to hold me down. He ain't going to abuse it. He ain't going to take advantage of it. These are some of the things that, like I said, I'm only speaking off of me. These are some of the things I had to go through because there is always Doubt like when you start a new relationship or whatever the case is, there's always doubt that the real you is gonna come out. It can't be this good. We can't be getting along just fine. You know what I'm saying? You know how like everything be cool to y'all move in together. And then now y'all finding a bunch of shit about out about each other that you didn't experience in the before we move in stage. That's what it's like. Like. You don't, you don't see a real person until a person's true them until y'all actually around each other. Yeah. It's good. When y'all around, we going on dates, we spending time, we this, but now we around each other 24 seven, we wake up, we go to sleep together. We do this. So again, you gotta have patience. Mario said something earlier, like, some men, some men take advantage of what they have. Like, if you're dealing with a weak woman, because there are weak women and there are weak men, and I'm not speaking physically. I mean, mentally. You know, some men are weak, and I'll I'll, I'll break that down. Some men are weak because they feel like it's okay to live off a woman. Some women are weak because they feel like it's okay to let a grown ass able bodied man live off of them because he loves them. That's my view of it. I feel like that's that's where the masculinity comes in at, too, for women, too, because you don't want to do nothing because you feel like your woman is going to take care of everything. Your woman is going to do everything. You ain't got to do shit. And to me, you know what I'm saying, you don't have a a, a horse in the race to complain about how strong and uh, mentally masculine your woman is because you haven't put her in that position. See, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. I ain't never lived off no woman, but what I'm saying is I've been in a situation where I was comfortable lying. I was comfortable messing around. I was comfortable being a dog in these streets and they accepted that shit. Like they wasn't leaving. They wasn't going anywhere. They were staying. So no, I wasn't living off any woman, but, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, shit, this is the life. This is the life. And then once you go through that phase where this shit ain't cool no more, I where the real women at? Because I always used to feel like, man, if you love me, you're going to stick through, through with me no matter what the fuck we go through. You're going to stick it out with me. And then I had to realize, like, no, that's not really love. That's just being stuck. So again, when you get in these situations and you want a strong woman, men always say what they want, and then when they get it, it doesn't always necessarily be the way that they want it. You know what I'm saying? Like we can sit here and come up with a list of things that we want in a woman. We can come up with a bunch of things, a bunch of things. Maury, I'm sure when you got married, you had a list, maybe not wrote down on paper, but you had a list in your mind of what. Your woman was was going to be what your woman was. And in some ways, she might have been that. But there are other ways that opened up and you didn't even see this shit there. You didn't even see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I say this all the time. Like, my woman changed my life in more ways than I saw because I had a vision of what my wife was going to be like. So for 33 years, I wasn't thinking about marriage. I felt like if you was too strong, I didn't want you. You dive into that. I had women who I felt like needed me. You know what I'm saying? I was one of those guys. If you need me, I'm here. Here I am. Here's Captain save You know what I'm saying? That was, that was me. I had you stuck. I could lie. I could cheat. I could not come home for three days and you would still be sitting right there Whatever, because I felt like you need me. I don't really need you. This was my thinking. Now, into 2020, 2020, the roles have changed. I want you, (laughs) but I don't need you because, again, I have my own. I work. I don't need your money. Got my own car. I don't need that. Got my own place. I don't need that. I hold down my household, my kids, everything. You can contribute, but I don't necessarily need it. And I don't know if that was a shock to my system or I was turned on by it at the same time because it was like, yo, you not needing me is the most attractive thing in the world to me right now because it's a shock in the system like, I'm used to motherfuckers need me here. You come telling me I don't need you. I walk away right now.
1: (laughs) I was absolutely absolutely good with that. Cause I mean, my thing is I've always had an idea of things, just different ideas for things that I wanted to do in life. Mm -hmm. I did not want a woman or anybody to need me other than my kids. I didn't want anybody to need me for anything. And I wanted them to get to a point where they didn't need me because a lot of what I wanted to do in life still to this day involves me setting out to also give them their independence from me or anybody else. So when I met my wife, I wasn't trying to meet anybody. I gave her a shot. Like she gave me a shot. Let's see where this goes. We kind of like some things about each other let's see what's up. I didn't I didn't have a checklist or anything. My whole thing was I've always had this philosophy of if I want you and you want me, let's do this because at the end of the day, we're going to see how much there is to you because I hmm. believe that if you're in a relationship and you both want to be there and nice. you're both open to understanding that you both play a part in the up the 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 high days the low days if you both understand that you can be so right that you wrong and you both not above correction Mm -hmm. i I feel like it can work because uh a wise man and wife husband and wife told us all you got to do is be on the same track have the same goals and all you got to do is figure out how to get there if you both are still in the same mindset of what you want out of this relationship yeah if you want a family you both want a family cool if you want to you know be married forever until you die with kids and all this other stuff that's possible all you got to do is figure out how to get this because as long as you all have the same goals in the relationship outside of your own personal goals all you got to do is figure out how to get there and and the thing about it is what it always takes is both of you giving of yourself understanding that If that other person doesn't have something at the time that they're passionate about, chances are they're so used to suppressing what they really want to do in life, they hadn't taken time to sit and figure it out. So as men or women that have visions for themselves, it's our responsibility in the relationship not to crowd them with what we do, but to try to to give them space and show them support even when they don't know that's what we're doing. So in the relationship, that woman gets to a point where she thinks about like, man, I don't just have to take care of everybody for the rest of my life. I don't just have to just do all of this myself. I don't have to um, care for all of these people and make sure this and that or the kids and so on and so forth. I got somebody that's there to help with that load because a woman will forget completely about herself to carry the load that she's always carried. And sometimes she's not even supposed to be carrying that load. So it's like, we're so busy thinking that, Hey, all I got to do is love her. Tell her I love her every day, Thanks. buy lunch, take her to dinner, get her some clothes, get her hair and nails and all this other stuff, that's stuff she can do herself. So what, what happens when you got to bring more than that to the table to show her that you're going to be there for the long haul. I mean, the movies don't work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The quality time don't necessarily work the same way because there are things that she needs for her that she may not have even discovered until you give her the time, the space, the consistency exactly. and yeah. allow her to find that part of herself that she probably buried away a long time ago because she felt like her life was going to be spent serving everybody else until you came along and let her know it was her time to be served.
0: Exactly. And, 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 and you know what, that's what it is too, though. It's not an overnight thing. It doesn't happen because you lay good dick on her. It doesn't happen because you spend a couple dollars on her. It doesn't happen because you buy a couple outfits, you get her nails done. You talk sweet to her. It don't happen you know what I'm saying? You can't put a time stamp on it. Like, all I know is, uh, for me, it took patience. It took understanding. It took a lot of comings and goings. That shit is not easy. It's not fucking easy to be in a space where you're just figuring out each other. Like, every day, even if you are married, engaged, got kids, whatever, you are still learning this person. It doesn't happen overnight. You will never learn everything there is to know about someone. Every day I make it my practice to learn something new in regards to her. And it's not like because I don't know her. It's like people change. People change. If, you, if you've been together 10 years and you mean to tell me you're the same person you was for 10 years, something's wrong. You're not going to be the same person every day for 10 years. You're going to outgrow something. You're going to learn something new. You're going to acquire new taste. It's just how it is. Now, the same way that you have to give a woman a space to be a woman, she has to give you space to be a man. And in return, there's a saying you want her to follow, give her something, lead her somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Don't just, you know, say, I'm a man, I'm harambe, I'm beating on my chest, I'm I'm this and that. That doesn't scream, oh, I need to put all my trust and faith in him. Because he's telling me and screaming at me that he's a man, respect him, love him, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm sorry that your words might work. Your words might be good, but actions speak louder in their in their mind. You know what I'm saying? Actions speak louder in their mind. Like they want to feel that. You could say it. You could say, "Hey, baby, I love you. I want to be with you." And then you out here sleeping with four, five, six, seven, eight, nine women. That's not love. They not they not gonna believe that shit. They not gonna get a sense of security. So if you're out here saying that and you're following it up with you're not entertaining nobody you're not doing nothing to misgain their trust that is how you pull them in until the space that they feel like oh I'm gonna give this man every piece of me I'm gonna give him everything I got I'm gonna love him I live by that philosophy love me and I'm gonna love you even more you know what I'm saying because yes men be hurt too Men, men be her too. We need a safe space too. You know what I'm saying? I look at it as I fight the world every day. I'm arguing with my my boss. I'm fighting with niggas in the hood. I'm arguing with the police. I'm 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 going through shit, the president, and all this other shit in the world fucking me up. The minute I walk through my door, my domain, a place where I pay my rent at, all that shit goes away. I'm in my mode. I'm in my peace. I'm swimming peacefully. You know what I'm saying? And that is the way of the world now. Like, you think this generation is, is uh, of women is different than what it was when we were younger? As you said,
1: you're not going to be the same person you were, regardless of how you try. We evolve over time into the type of person that we're going to be based on what we allow in our lives, what we expect of ourselves, what we expect of other people. We allow these things in our lives to materialize over time. And we decide ultimately whoever's with us, if they're going to stay in that space. And the biggest part of our growth is us being patient with ourselves. Not, with every, not just with everybody else. Sometimes we gotta be patient with ourselves because women may be nurturers, but a, a good man, in my opinion, is also gonna be so giving that sometimes, all the time, in my opinion, he needs that woman by his side for the spirit of discernment. And I feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody, the way you work on your relationship is you work on yourself first. And what you bring to the table what you're asking for when you come to the table, you work on what you're willing to give, what you're willing to sacrifice and lay it all on the line as you grow, as you acquire all this newness inside of you, as you get older, as you have these new experiences, you have to understand not just what you bring to the table as far as value, but what you're willing to put on the table to be completely bare and show her that, hey, I'm gonna put this on first and good love and faith, that when you put yours on the table, when you see this, you're willing to put yours on the table. And now we see not only what we bring to the table as individuals, but look at what we bring to the table for each other to say, hey, I'm gonna show you me as I grow, show me you. And as men, that's another way we lead. We lead the way by looking at everything else we have to deal with in this world. Because if we feel like we found that one person, we will lay it on the line. We will lay it on the table and show them, look, I'll take the lead on this. I'm just not going to make the decisions. I'm also going to sacrifice first. I'm also going to give of myself first. Now, don't get me wrong. All this shit sounds good in theory. But in reality, I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to miss my cue to put it on the table. I'm going to miss my cue to say the right thing, do the exact thing that you need at that moment. But all I'm telling you is what I miss or what I don't do is not because I didn't want to. I may not have known at the moment. I may Mm -hmm. not. I may have missed that cue because I'm still understanding based on my experiences what's happening because I'm watching you grow. But until you tell me as you grow, what you're growing into, your new ideas, the things you stand firm on, I'm going to fuck up. It's, it's inevitable. I know this. I'm not above correction, though, Thanks. because I can't come to you and say, I love you, just accept my love and everything I'm giving you. Yep. I have to come to you with what I know, but be open to understanding what you're going to teach me about you and how yep. I love you and how much time it may take before you're fully ready to let go of all the strength you had to
0: have to take on the whole world by yourself. That's why I was saying about patience. You gotta understand that you gotta learn, you gotta learn who you with, men and women. You gotta learn who you with, but if you come in too strong, too aggressive, too uh, full of yourself, men, we tend to turn ourselves off with that though. Like I don't mind, listen, I'ma tell you I'm different. I'm from Chicago. Y'all know, y'all know this. So I don't mind aggression. I don't mind an aggressive woman at times. Yes, that shit's a fucking turn on. But, but the key is you have to know when to pull that aggressive card out. You can't be talking to me all crazy and all down to me and all, uh, unencouraging and things like that. And then expect me to still be full of love. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to get to that point where like, damn, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, why do you need me? Why am I here if you feel like you got all the answers, you got all the solutions, you know everything, you are the in all, be all, know all. Why am I here? you might as well just be with you. Because, I mean, listen, I've been in them situations where women love themselves more than what they were giving me. So with that, it was time for me to go. Like, I'm gone. Like, there's no way. I mean, yes, I want you to love yourself. There's nothing more attractive than loving yourself. But if you are so into yourself that you have absolutely no love to give to me, it's time for me to go. I got to move around. It ain't no harm, no foul, and I ain't mad at you or nothing like that. I just feel like there are times where you can play that tough role. When I'm down and out and I need somebody in my ear telling me, hey, get up and do what you supposed to do. Ain't no quitting, ain't no falling back, ain't no running, you know what I'm saying? And I speak of this because again, all I've been doing is speaking on my experiences. When shit goes south and I be feeling down and I be feeling like, yo, I don't want to do this shit no more. I don't want to podcast no more. I don't want to do none of this shit no more. I go through this shit in my house at least once a week. And then I got somebody over here like, what the fuck are you doing? Get on top of your shit. Figure this shit out. You know what the fuck you doing. Get your ass up and do that." This is the shit that I like. I like that aggression when it's coming from love. Like when 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 she's saying these things to me, it's not out of hate. It's not out of anger. It's coming from love. And as a man, we be needing that shit sometimes. So you being manly and tough and strong and all that shit, I love that shit in certain situations. Not in the everyday life type of thing. Like don't be picking me up in the air, swinging me around, and doing all that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But I feel like this, man, and this is is where communication comes in. Sit down and communicate with your partner. Let them know what you want, who you are, how you do things. And that will go a long way. You can't be over here just assuming you know what your woman wants. You know what your man wants. You have to take the time to study their patterns and ask. X what you going to do? What's she going to do? Beat your ass. Cause you asked her what makes her tick? What makes her go? What makes her happy? No, I'm just saying like from a perspective of understanding, like it's okay to be strong and be, uh, be on top of your shit. That's okay. I like that. But things like making all the rules in the house, Overruling everything that the other person says, teaching the kids, hey, everything goes through me. Women, women do that. Everything goes through me, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to tell you before we wrap this up my dad and my stepmom, that was without my dad, was the strongest dude in the world to me. He couldn't do no wrong. Like he was Superman to me. He could, he could run leap tall buildings in a single bound if he wanted to. That's how I felt. Until my dad got married and this woman, my dad got whipped. And I saw the definition of a woman's worth. Like she changed the dynamic of everything in the in the house. And as me at 14 years old seeing this. I was like, man, ain't no way this woman gon' punk. Ain't no way no woman of mine's gon' punk me out. And I'm, oh, yes, a massa. And and listen, I love my dad. And But again, I saw my dad being whipped, pussy whipped. uh, Whatever the case was, I saw this with my own eyes and felt like, yo, this is not going to be my life. But then I realized in certain instances when I grew up, that sometimes you have to pick your battles. You have to figure out what battle is worth and what battle ain't. So although as a youngin, I was criticizing his way of living, I, as I grew up, I started to understand he wasn't whipped. It was just, in his mind, happy wife, happy life type shit. In my mind, I feel the same way, but... I still feel like happy spouse happy house so I have to be happy too you know what I'm saying so the strength comes in different in different ways or forms you can't really just judge it it comes in different ways and forms what I say is masculine and uh feminine hey I like them both I ain't got no qualms with it you just can't be too much of one. You know what i'm saying i do not like a clingy woman who, who just wants to be around me 24 7 under me we do nothing else no i mean that shit's cool in theory but shit them bills piling up them kids crying them kids fighting like as much as i as much as i want to just lay back and kick my feet up and eat a ham sandwich and and you know all that shit like diddy said i man like I realize that life just don't work like that. So, feminine, masculine, just love your woman, man. Love your woman regardless, and teach her the ways to loving you. That's what's gonna make the strength go, right? You no, know? teach her the ways. If if she's not being as feminine as you want her to be, teach her how. Talk to her. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all it takes is communication. I'm again, I'm just speaking on what I know what works for me, but listen, my guy, Morio, man, (laughs) Morio, you know how we do it, man. I don't know when the next time we go talk, but (laughs) we got, we gotta be, we gotta be consistent with these, man. But give me your, your, your thoughts, man. And then at the same time, you know, you know how we do it. What we rocking on to the next time we talk, what we got going on for the, until the next time we talk, and uh, let everybody know what you got going on, where they could find you, et cetera, et cetera, and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, my thoughts on it are, I mean, just that, uh, whether you just meeting them or and getting to know them or you're in the relationship, just know that whatever you bring into the table, you know, whatever the expectations are that you're trying to set out there, make sure you're ready to meet them at the table where they are. And let them know where you are before you even get in it but once you're in it if you're already in it always understand that as two ever evolving people that you have to be ready as a man to possibly sacrifice first because women in general and speaking specifically about black women but yes women in general but black women as a whole have to sacrifice so much as it is because of so many generations of Facts. being shown and told these different ideas of what is and what should or shouldn't be. And a lot of us weren't given the opportunity to carve out our own ideas and opinions of what we want to see or how we want to be or how who we want in our lives and things like that. So it's much like our kids today are shown and given extra ideas of, hey, you should also think about this, or you should also think about that. You know, we need to give ourselves permission to sacrifice and be okay with that sacrifice and know that if we don't get the same in return, we know how to walk away. We know how to step away. Don't be upset at that other person for not not being willing or not being ready understand what you're ready for, that other person may not be ready for, but if that person is willing to work on it, if that person is willing to take the time, if you're willing to give them that time, then give yourself permission to give them that time and be patient with them because you're not going to find the whole person there when you first meet them. I don't care how great it is, how great it sounds, how great it feels, you're not going to find the whole person because that whole person is only going to be revealed to them first. And then they have to be willing to show themselves to you without you, not only not judging them, but receiving them and still being willing to be who you are in that relationship. Right. And with that being said, um, I've I've really gotten back to writing a whole lot more. So There're gonna be more episodes at the sound of my voice. I talked to my co-host for the address, Miss Phoebe J. So we'll be working on some some new new content for the address, um, and it's this is the first time that we're breaking out together away from the episodes that we originally recorded that were gonna be just on at the sound of my voice that I've now removed. Uh, they're only on Patreon right now, uh, channel eighty two network, but we're working on. They're also migrating to the site, also to our Roku channel that's that's coming uh, for the network, um, working on those subscribers. More merchandise coming with a lot more collaborations, things of that nature. A lot of things on the, I guess, the executive vision board that we're working on behind the scenes to kind of get ready for this fall. We're also now, we inked the deal with City TV, uh, Black Top Sports those are some episodes that have come to the network and we'll be working with those individuals, uh, from up North. And, um, I, I I think it's a, a privilege that we get to work with them. we have some meet the Tyler's episodes that we're working on. Um, a lot of their branding, different events because, um, it's beyond a podcast with them. Now we've also worked on some other branding and marketing opportunities where there's some different relationships and stuff like that being formed. So we can, Continue to build not only the network itself, but the portfolios of everybody that's on the network so we can diversify and not just be podcasts, but be complete brands that represent not only our vision, but opportunities for people to not only work with us, but to build themselves up as well. So it's really a community effort over at Channel 82. And uh, that's a lot of not only what we're working on this week, but that's the continued vision. And you're going to see more of that from Channel 82 and at the sound of my voice coming up.
0: My final thoughts is, man, listen, strength comes from where it comes from. Can't change it. You can't break it down. You know, it's called strength. You know, it's only going to get stronger if you put the work in with it. So, um I feel like a lot of times women are forced to play the roles that we should be playing because that's all that they know. So teach them something different. Teach them something else. Change the dynamic of what they what they have you know seen and been through and help them grow. Um for me Man, I am like I was just telling my guy before we started this show. I'm in my bag, I'm in my mode, I'm in my zone. I'm back to doing things the way that Big Smash and Bet the House want to do things. So, um, we're just putting things together and we're getting ready for this live show. November 19th, live in Chicago, is going to be a movie. So I think that's just what I've been working on in the cut is making sure that this, this, because I got the show. I got the anniversary. I got my birthday all in one weekend. So I have a busy, busy man these next couple months, man. So I am in my bag. All right. So if you are not looking to be a part of this, I am on DND right now. all right? I I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Right now we trying to build something epic. So, you know, shout out to my brother over here Channel 82 network. He gearing up for some shit. Uh, shout out to Jay, cognac room is in the building. Also announcing here, uh starting September 12th, I will be making my return back to Grind City TV. Uh, we got some other shit going on with Morio channel 82. I got some, some shit. The brother y'all might see measure men on there full time. Like these are the things that we're working on building, man. Like I'm going to support everybody that supports me from here on out. So shout out to you. Good brother. Appreciate you taking the time to rock with me tonight. This is what we do. You know, my brother kept his word. I told, called him the other day, and like, yo, I gotta check in on you. And then, in the midst of that check in, I'm like, all right, Now we gotta get to work. We gotta get back to work, man. So, um, yeah, this this is one of those moments that, you know, you feel good and you you grind and you grow. So, yeah. With that being said, man, listen. My affirmations is this: when you don't have drip inside, you just ride waves. So what you do is. You create your own lane. You create your own wave. You create your own drip. You create your own Mary. You create your own morals. You create your own standard. And watch what everything becomes when you put it together. Y'all already know what it is. Cause I ain't say that when we start. Yes, I did. Did I? I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> y'all know what it is, man. Follow us, measure of men on Instagram. Follow my guy, Morio J. Follow me, bet the house. I'm going to post all the follows and all that after this episode. Y'all already know what it is, man. We out. Peace.